Hello, y'all, and welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Tessie Diaz, and first and foremost, I would like to thank each and every one of you for supporting me on this Benevolence podcast. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode four, Embrace the Suck. Today's episode of Benevolence is very special. You're probably wondering why the episode is called Embrace the Suck, so let me explain. Embrace the suck is a military slang that means to consciously accept or appreciate something that is extremely unpleasant but unavoidable for forward progression. And as a military niece, many of my uncles and aunts are in the military, this term basically applies to those who serve in the military. Pretty much like, I've been there, you've been there, this ain't easy, Um, being apart from your family is not easy, but it's something that we have to do, so let's just deal with it. On this episode, we will be diving into a new and different perspective of the life of a military marriage. And to give us some insight of those experiences, I have a very special person who will be joining me at the table to tell us about her journey as a military wife. I've known her for many years. I've practically seen her grow up until a beautiful, beautiful mother, young lady, not even young lady, because like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. you're like in your mid-20s, like I don't even know why I'm calling you young, but um, I've literally seen her grow up and flourish and get married and become a mother, so it's just been amazing, and I've known her, you know, to always be strong and through the outside looking in, in this military marriage, um, she exemplifies everything with stride, no matter what the challenges, you know, she (laughs) faces um, due to her her circumstance and her situation. So without further ado, I have my friend, Valeria Albarran Rivera. Yes, you got (laughs) it. Joining me at the table today. Hey girl. Hello, hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for joining me at the table. No problem. <laughs> this is going to be so cool and so much fun. I know, I know. So before we begin, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, so like uh, Ceci said, my name is Valeria. I am 26 years old. I am married, been married actually. Um, I just turned six years of marriage. Um, and I have my son who is one. And yeah, I'm currently in back in Orlando temporarily, and we'll get that uh, into why mm-hmm. I'm here. But um, yeah, I like to dance. I do photography, and I'm just a mom, stay-at-home mom. That's <laughs> awesome. You know what's funny? Um, yeah, I remember that post. You had posted a shout out for one of our friends. We have the same friends. And her birthday had just passed, and you posted one of those pictures or videos of them. Um, the poodle skirts. Oh my I god! Will I never saw forget that, that, and I was like, <laughs> I have to show her. Like, I I couldn't believe how long mm-hmm. I knew her, and I, and that made me realize how long I knew you, I how know. long I knew some other people. I'm like, oh my god, it's been like yeah. over ten years. It's over, like, it's over ten years for sure. Because you knew me. Like, I remember when you're like, I met you a little after. Um, I've met you through Angelito because yes. you're Angelito's cousin. Yes, but then. I remember when he first got here, it mm-hmm. was it wasn't just him, it was like all of you. Yeah, we you know? all came literally the same week. Yeah. Like it wasn't even planned. Oh like my God. I told I told them or I told them I was like, Hey, are you guys moving to Florida? They're like, Yeah, I'm like, Oh, I'm moving this day. and they're like, Oh, we're moving three days after. We're like, Okay, cool. Like, yeah. Well, oh to my Florida. goodness, that's yeah. so awesome. That's so awesome. And then you showed me that picture last time we saw each other. Yes. Of like the cowboy yes. thing. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's like when we first like knew each other. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. So that was we like go a year way after I moved. Yeah. Back. For sure. For <laughs> sure. That's awesome. So let's just get right to it. Okay. Um, tell us about how you met your husband. How long have you been together? Um, obviously you already answered that question. Yes. But I'm saying, like, did you marry him before, after mm-hmm. he joined the military and stuff like all those extra? Okay, so stuff. I met my husband in high school. So we were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in ROTC of our school. Um, I joined my june half of my junior year um and at that time we only had six periods so it was technically an after school period so Mm -hmm. it was seven um but not seven so whatever um and then um so we met through there and then about a year almost two after we got married so we married right before he went he did his first deployment um so it was after his initial like getting into the military he is in the army Mm. Um, because literally right after high school he had to wait a couple um months till he turned 18 and then he wouldn't go ahead and uh went in so and then we got married but we've been together for over almost eight years like since we known each other and started Mm -hmm. dating and then six married and you were you were in ROTC, but you weren't thinking about joining the military, or were you? No, um, I really was. I mean, I guess when I started really getting into it, because I started like going to like competitions and all this stuff, and I was like, like I ended up being like uh, like an officer within the um, NJROTC, mm-hmm. and I really liked the whole discipline, the uniform. Like I'm very like organized person, yeah. and mm-hmm. I liked everything planned, so it kind of like felt like right. But I started looking into the boot camps and like on oh YouTube, and I was goodness. like, no, "No, I'm way. good." <laughs> yeah, I'm totally good. So, because there's like requirements, go. aren't there requirements? Yes, there's requirements. Yeah, because I was thinking, well, maybe if I go army, like I don't know. And then I was like, Marines, no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Air Force is gonna be too hard for me because I'm not like really IT or anything or yeah. pilot or anything oh, like I that. See. So I was thinking maybe the Coast Guard, um, because it it almost has like a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, but then I looked at their boot camp and my cousin actually is in the Coast Guard and he lives in Miami and I saw his training and he told me stories and what he went through and I was like, I think I'm good. I'm just, I was just oh being like the goodness. spouse. Yeah, yeah. And then, because as I was thinking about that, I was like, if he really joins, because at this point when I was thinking about it, I didn't know if he was going to 100%. I know it was something that he was thinking about, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, if we end up together, I don't, and we're both in the military, like, are we going to be stationed in the same place? Mm-hmm. Are, you know, what happens to our kids if we both get deployed and stuff like that? So I just kind of like took a step back and I was like, no, I'm not going to yeah, do this, absolutely. you know? You know what's funny? My uncle and aunt, they met over overseas. Uh-huh. They really? Met, yeah. Wow. They they met over there, and they've, they've been together for over, almost 15-plus years. Yeah. That's but awesome. it's funny. They met over there. Mm-hmm. They, they were doing the same thing. They were yeah. in the same rank, and they fell in love. Yeah. That's so that's, crazy. So that's cool. Yeah. And then I have my other uncle, who um, he's in the Army, but my aunt... She's no, like, she works for the county. Okay, yeah. So, it's like, and then I have another uncle Mm -hmm. who, he actually was um, stationed in either North or South Carolina, like, Mm -hmm. just this past year. Yeah. And he finally came back home. Wow. Um, And he made that decision to go because, obviously, financially, it was, like, looking amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, because sometimes you have to, like, make those sacrifices Mm -hmm. in order to, like, help your family out. Yeah. So, that's what he did, and... 
and he's been back, but I know that it's not easy because, like, my aunt, you know, she has two kids, and mm-hmm. it was very difficult mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. So, but we'll get into those questions very soon. Yes. So, um, now, one of the questions was, like, you knew, did you really know what you were going to get yourself into while you were dating your husband when you knew? How did you prepare your mind for what was going to come, like, deployments and things like that? Yeah, so, um... When he told me he was going to go in, um, I was just like, okay. I really didn't think about it much because we were dating. So, mm-hmm. And I didn't know if it was going to be like a long thing yeah, or, yeah, you know. Sorry, babe. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so once we got engaged, I was like, okay, like this is serious. Like I need to start like looking into stuff. So I mostly did research. I um, I actually saw this series called Army Wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. I know exactly. I <laughs> Five or six seasons, and that, I mean, that's very, like, dramatic. And yeah, because I was going to ask, is that, yeah. like, is that, like, real? Is that, like, real I mean, life? some things I can see, like, I can, like, envision myself being in that place, especially mm-hmm. when it came to, like, the deployment and stuff on the TV yeah. show. Um, but a lot of the other stuff, it's, like, it's, like, over-dramatic. Yeah, over-dramatic. Yeah, yeah okay, for so sure. Like, and then... It's reality TV. Yes, so exactly. Mm-hmm. But drama. it did have some parts I was like, okay. And then I... That I now have gone through, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then research on a TV show. And then um, my uh, mother-in-law, because she... Her husband or my father-in-law has been in the army. He's retired. And so they went through the whole 20 years, Mm. you know, with kids and like traveling and stuff like that. So she was like kind of one of my main source to go to and ask her a couple questions. Um, Also, I have um, my best friend, Ashley. She just joined the Air Force, but before she joined... Her um her husband also is in the Marines, and oh, wow. so they tra- they've been to Germany and um other places. So I also had her because they both kind of went in around like one or, or two years from each other, mm-hmm. like her husband and mine. So we were able to like communicate and um talk about what she's going through, what I'm going through, and even though it's a two different branch, it was a lot similar stuff. Okay. So. I also had her too. Yeah, that's to awesome. That you yeah, have, like people to support mm-hmm. people that like know about it know yeah about the yeah cause... i feel like if you're alone it's very lonely yeah. like because it's so different yeah so. absolutely you know um i know we kind of touched it here and there but what were some of the basic challenges that you faced like what were the first challenges that you as a wife had to yeah. face with him being in the military i think being living on my own for the first time ever in a new state <laughs> Yeah. No, so, no, yeah, I get it. So, um... So, okay, first of all, Paul. Yeah, okay. okay. You're Latina. She's, for those that don't know, ella es puertorriqueña. Puertorriqueña. And she comes from a very <laughs> large family. Yes. Her cousins are just, are very, they're numerous. <laughs> numerous. Sassy would know. Yes. She has a large family. So, just to kind of, like, add emphasis to mm-hmm. what you're, what you're yeah. going to answer... You know, you did a 180. Yes. You know, so go ahead and explain, sir. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. Um, so, yeah, so uh, when I got married, I stayed back home because he, a month later after we got married, he went on deployment. Wow. Um, so I didn't, I didn't feel like it was right for me to move and then be by myself for like nine months mm-hmm. while he's like away overseas. So I just stayed at home for those nine months. I finished my school. Yes. Um, 
and then once he came back about two weeks before I moved so I moved for the first time ever outside of my house um, I've never lived on my own and then this was a completely new state for me so I didn't have anybody I didn't know anybody I didn't know where was the closest Walmart oh like, my goodness and like the public's were 30 minutes away no. I was yeah it was bad and um so that was basically one of the first challenges was not only um living by myself for those two weeks alone but then living with somebody else like that basically my second year of marriage was my first year because wow. my first year I didn't really have it with him because he was gone exactly so I had to like I don't know get used to the fact that I had to like cook for somebody else mm-hmm. and like because I never cook for myself oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and all this stuff that came with marriage because it was all so fresh um and then I feel like it was twice as hard because I didn't have anybody there yeah um family wise oh neither of us him or or myself okay and while you did you like make friends did you eventually join a community yeah or eventually you just stuck it out alone the um time? for like I think the first year I was like very like to myself and um, just didn't really leave anywhere. If I would go somewhere, it would be like Walmart to like groceries and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But by the second year rolled up, I kind of started getting a little bit more familiar of like where things are at. I started driving more and then um, my husband, he's really into cars and so he started like heading out and um to like little car meets and stuff like that and then he would bring me along and so that's how i started meeting like like girlfriends and wives of other car people so So then that's how i met everybody that i know Mm -hmm. in tennessee and so i call them like the car group (laughs) like car people (laughs) but that's a little weird wait tennessee isn't you know it's predominantly Caucasian, right? Or do um, they have like other diverse cultures? Um, I think I think majority is, but there is at least because where I was, it was Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the base, there's so many different oh, people. Yeah. You know, the base you're gonna have everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So you had you, you know your Hispanics, your Blacks, your Whites, and mixed, and yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody was there. So. Um, I guess I didn't see that really, unless I kind of drove up um, to more like Nashville yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. But in the Clarksville, because of the military base, it was very diverse. And then they had that car club, right? Yeah, they have a That's car so meet, cool. and it was every Friday, so we would do that. And so that was very fun. That's how I got to meet more people. That's awesome. Yes. That's so good. So what was the longest separation, and how were you able to cope with it? I know that you already mentioned like how coping with it and staying at home and things like that, but mm-hmm. then like involving did you did you continue school did you pick up a hobby so first how long was the first separation Mm -hmm. and the longest separation and then how did you just get through that yeah so I have two um I guess answers for that the first one technically would be when he went to Korea he did a whole year a one-year tour however he did came six months in. he came for two weeks and then um he did the rest of the six months okay um but longest as in like no um not seeing him mm-hmm. for that period of time would be the nine months which would be the first deployment and um now the second deployment okay yeah wow and then how i coped it was um uh when i was in the first one would be uh school and i was back home so it was a little bit easier um that way to get busy with family and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then i also did work when he was in Korea, um, I also worked. I also came back home, so I stayed with my parents. Um, I didn't go back to school, um, but I did 
end up getting pregnant when he came for, for vacation those for those two weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then for the rest of the five ish, six months, I was pregnant, so I was just yeah. worried about being pregnant. Because <laughs> so. that comes with another cloud yeah. of worries that oh, you yeah. need to worry about. Wow. So you had mentioned that he is deployed again. Yes, okay. he is. And for how long would he be? Um, it would be almost a year. Wow. Um, and he's in the Middle Eastern. Okay. And area. that's why you've come home. That's why I am back home. Yes. Because <laughs> you have your family here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, especially so. with a kid. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be by myself if he needs to go to the hospital. Like, yeah. who do I call and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Because I'm still rather new to Texas still, mm-hmm. and I do have like a couple friends here and there, but it's not as much as if I had family. Yeah. You know, is this experience the first time with Kenyan? Yes. So very different from the, my first one. Yes, because my first one was just me. I was 21 when he left, mm-hmm. and I was still in school. I was working, and I had a lot going on. And now I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I have a one-year-old who's constantly saying ba 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 and like he FaceTimes him, and it's just like it's a lot harder now. Yeah, for sure. I'm. It's it's hard, absolutely. But then you have like him, okay, like you have yeah. you have mm-hmm. a kid, so like you have to raise him, you have to mm-hmm. continue. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can't can, just pause you your can. life because he mm-hmm. left. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, so how did you handle school or your career while he was away? Did you you have your AA? Yes, uh, so AS. Yeah, your AS. Mm-hmm. So you were able to complete that within the first deployment. Right? Yes, because I was already almost done. Um, because after high school, I went straight to college. Okay. Um, and so when he left, I think I only had like two or three classes left. Oh, okay. And then I was just full. I was basically full time. And what is it that you want to so, study? Um. So I study uh, office administration. Okay. Which is kind of like secretary work. Yeah. I love anything computer, filing, paperwork. Like human resources. Yes, I love. All that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, organizing everything, all of that. Like, girl, yes. you're my type of girl because I love yes. that too. I'm very like I love my planners. Teeth. Yes, I love pencils, highlighters. <laughs> like no lie, I know. I have journals from yeah. years, and I keep them because yeah. I don't know. They're cute. Really, they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other thing but cute. My well, mom's like, you're getting another calendar. I'm like, it's cute. It's okay? cute. Even if I don't use it all year, I still want a new one every year. Yes. One for each theme that I'm thinking about. Absolutely like color coordinated. Mm-hmm. My closet's color coordinated. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Mine's crazy. Too <laughs> <laughs> like I have my like my my blacks and then my whites. Yep. And then like it gradually, like if I have like maybe an orange or something, I'll stick it like with the yellows. Yeah. Yes, that's so me. And then like the tank yep. tops and the tank tops. Oh my okay. god. Okay, see, like, mine is like white from black okay. and then color in the middle, right? Try to like scratch it as yeah, I can, yeah, right? Because yeah. you always have like those blouses are like that doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I just stick it somewhere. <laughs> and then within my color scheme, I have tank tops all the way to long sleeve. Okay, so you so have it like, like that. Yeah, I have Ooh, it like that's... like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my husband comes in and he's like, I don't know where to put your. So I'm like, just leave it in the bed. Yeah, I got it. No. <laughs> The same. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. I got it. You can yeah. touch your stuff, but don't touch mine. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Um, so what are your biggest fears? Um, my biggest fears when it comes to like the military job is um I guess uh, number one would be death. 
Obviously. You know, mm-hmm. um, when he's overseas, it's a lot riskier, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And then um, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, so any year, doesn't matter how long you are, you can always somehow get PTSD. Yeah. So that's why when people tell us like, oh, re-enlist, it's just four more years to go, or it's 10 more, and you can retire. It's like, yeah, but within those, like, the risk is there. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's like six more months. You know, it's like years. Mm-hmm. So, and within those years, he, you know, he could mm-hmm. get PTSD or even worse. Yeah. So, it's and something to really consider yeah, before it, you even realize. It can come out in different ways. Yes. You know, it doesn't have basically have to it. be going over there. Mm-hmm. Everybody know? deals with it differently. Yes. You know, and, and I completely agree with why that would be a, a, a fear because... You know, you're a wife. You you mm-hmm. love him. You have to deal with it. Yeah. Regardless, then yeah. you have to raise a child at the same time. Help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So those are obviously things that you have to think about. Yes. While he's struggling, you're yeah. supporting him. You're yeah. raising your child. It's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand. I agree. Um, what are your big? Who are your biggest influences and supporters throughout your marriage and your journey? Um, I think for both of us, it's definitely our family, um, our parents have been there always um um, when it comes to like military stuff we definitely talk to his parents since Mm -hmm. they have been in the military they know a lot of information um our friends that are also in the military we talk to them all the time and they definitely support us we support them kind of thing um the frg is something that the military base has for spouses Um, whether you're um, a what wife. Is, what does FRG mean? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean that I put you on the side. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I went deer. <laughs> okay, so I don't know exactly. No, it's okay. Keep going. But, <laughs> um, but the group is basically there for, especially when you deploy, um, they deploy. Um, it's there for the spouses. Um, so they email you. They make sure you're okay. They call you like probably like once a month. Okay. Um, they'll call you, and if anything happens, they're the first one to let you know. Wow. So it's just a way of communication of all these other wives and husbands that their significant other is away. And they are able to um, reach out to you and let you know what's going on. Wow. Yeah. So, so you don't have to watch the news. Yeah. Don't watch the news. No. Don't watch the news. <laughs> no. Oh, I know. It's bad. Yeah, it is. Especially, you know, in your yeah. position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go there. No. Um. So now that we have, like, concluded the questionnaire part, um, let's go ahead and hit some military misconceptions. Okay. Because I did my research, checked every single source as possible, and yeah. these are the ones that come up the most. Okay. And you could just debunk them and say yeah. no or yes or yeah. what and explain. Okay. So the first one is um, military marriages have way too many kids. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one. Yeah. And um, I'm only planning on two mm-hmm. if we do say in the military. And a lot of my friends only have like one or two. Okay. That's it right now. That's probably like so. a like an old thing. Like back in the day thing. Yeah. I mean that- I feel like it could be like that with everybody. Like back in the day when there was no TV. Everybody, you know, yeah, not necessarily in the military world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Next one is all military all military couples get to travel the world. Um. Yes and no. Um. Depending on your MOS, which is your job, 
um, you can travel a lot more or a lot farther depending on what again what your job is like my husband his job um, because he is a mechanic for a helicopter a specific helicopter that helicopter cannot be in every place in the world mm-hmm. because of the environment and just other things um, so he can only really go eight places in the world um, what whether um, other people they have like 15 places they can go mm-hmm. you know or 18 so it all depends on your job and also the uh, the military uh, i'll get for the army you can choose i think it's about five places that you want to go and the army would send you if there's space available to any of those if not they choose another random one or they'll give you a random list of three other additionals that you would have to choose so it all kind of like varies on if there's availability for your certain rank your certain job in that place and if you're even able to go there because of your job that's kind of crazy so yeah there's like a lot of variables to see if you can actually travel or not travel you mentioned that where where you guys were stationed that wasn't even on the list yeah the Two times. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so the first time my husband um, joined the military, he put five different places. We actually talked about it, of which ones we would want to go mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the one that we got, which is um, for Campbell and Kentucky, um, most of the basins in Tennessee. That's why I say I lived in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't even on a list. <laughs> so oh my goodness. We, he just terrible. went there. And then the second time we got moved, which was Texas, um we didn't even get to choose a list like we didn't have to like make a list they just gave us three options Mm -hmm. these are the places that are not overcrowded um within your job within your rank Mm -hmm. um especially because now he is his him plus Mm dependents so that also plays a part if you have a a spouse or not Mm -hmm. um and they're like these are the three places and two of them were in texas and then one was in kansas and we were like which one's Mm-hmm. you know okay for hood yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texas is nice I've never been there but I've heard it's really nice I mean it's good I like the where we at I like that every big city is super close okay like Austin is one hour away Waco is one hour away and that's where Magnolia and I know I know I you know you there the other day I know I was like yeah it's too <laughs> <laughs> and then Dallas is like two and a half mm-hmm. um the I think the uh, farthest away is Houston, which is four, okay. and then San Antonio is like two and a half. Okay. So I have like all the big cities right there, that's and awesome. the only thing that's like, um, kind of sucks about it is that it's an eighteen and a half hour drive to Florida. Oh. If we drive, God. and we usually drive. So, but the last two times I have, I have to, I have to really? fly with the yes. baby. Yeah. And then my husband drives with our dog. Oh, I see. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long way. Mm -hmm. That's a very long way. Yeah. From Tennessee, we used to drive all the time. That was 12 hours. That's still kind of a lot. Yeah. And I would do it by myself all the time. Whenever he would leave. Really? Yeah. Whenever he would leave um, for training, if it was like a month or more, I'll take my dog, lock everything up, and I would head out 12 hours by myself with the dog. Yeah, back That's home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the third misconception is military couples are rich. Um, no. <laughs> now, uh, let me explain. Okay, yes. Because I feel like it's very vague. Yes, it is very vague. V- vague. It's a vague. 
it is very vague because like I'm not gonna lie I have family members who are doing well yes and from the outside in I'm looking and I'm like oh you know yeah they're doing great <laughs> yeah but then on the other hand I have some family members that are in in the military yeah but they're not doing so great. yeah you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it's like a struggle it's still like paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. paycheck. yeah you know but I see more of like good, the good, yeah, yeah, because like I like literally have two families in my mind right now that I'm like, yeah, they're good, yeah, like it's just it's mm-hmm. coming in, yeah, you know what I mean. So can you explain that? Yeah, I feel like it all depends on your rank. How many years have you been in the military? Because that also plays a role. People say kids, but kids don't even really raise your pay, um, and then. Oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Also, depending on, uh, like I said, their rank, but if they're enlisted or officer. Um, what's, the pay, what's the difference? The enlisted is like when you go in and you, like no bachelors or anything like that. Uh, officers tend to have, you have to go through officer school and as well as oh, have okay. like a degree. Um, I don't know what else is required because, um, you know, my husband is enlisted. Um, so I really don't know too much about it, but yeah. the pay... It's very different. Um, okay. And not only that, but um, I feel like it also has to do with your spending. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we, I'm fortunate that I'm able to stay at home because we, I, again, I'm type A, very budget mm-hmm. and everything very has good, a place. Yeah. <laughs> every dollar counts. Mm-hmm. So, I'm able to stay at home and be comfortable because, I guess, of my expensive and the mm-hmm. way that I handle my money. Because really some good. people can be, you know, they can earn $100,000 a year and be in debt. And yeah. I don't even, you know, half mm-hmm. of that and I'm mm-hmm. living just fine, you know. Yeah. So it all depends on the person. And again, if we go like to like money, it would be like your rank, how long you've been in the service and stuff okay, like that. makes more sense yeah. for sure. Good. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> um, the last misconceptions, um, misconception yeah. is military couples are in it for the benefits. Uh, mostly no. Okay. There's some people that I do know that did go because they didn't have anything else or they don't have a degree and they just kind of like want to go have a job where they know they're going to like it, um, but it's not like their first mm-hmm. priority or, you know, so they just go in because of the benefits of like um, insurance and healthcare, especially Um but there's people that also don't because they really want to be mm-hmm. in the service. They really want to do all these stuff mm-hmm. and be a ranger and special operations and all that kind of mm-hmm. things. Um, so, but also a lot of people go in because of school. Um, there's a lot of, actually, I know my friend is um, one of them. She went to school, she did her bachelor's. And um, she ser- she needs to serve in the military for three or four years um, active because the military pays for your education, which is a great it's thing, great. you so know. You to get, so like, student debt exactly. And all that. Mm-hmm. So great. I know a lot of people that do that too, just you know, so they can get college for free and they don't mind, you know, doing the three four years. Mm-hmm. Kind so of it's thing. definitely it just depends on the situation. Yes, because for sure. there are benefits, obviously, from mm-hmm. being in the military. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, that's good. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> and um, a couple other questions before we finalize this conversation. Okay. Um, what piece of advice would you give to a young couple who are in the beginning stages 
of being a military wife or husband, because obviously we know it's not always military wives. Yes, there is husbands husbands too. Um, So what piece of advice would you give to the young couple? Or to, it doesn't have to be young couple, but the couple that, you know, are are dating or whatnot and they know one or the other is in the military, Mm -hmm. you know, what advice would you give them? Um, I think definitely do um, some research. Um, just because the military world is very different from the civilian world. Um, I would say myself, I don't have anybody in my family in the military um, besides my cousin. But um, other than him, I didn't really have anybody else, especially super close to me, that I kind of like saw that through. So I definitely had to do my research and learning a lot about the rules and um, all these stuff. Um, also, I would say patience. Um, you really have to have a lot of patience to be mm-hmm. in, the mil- in the military or you're supporting somebody in the military, your family of somebody in the military. I feel like everybody gets, um, how do you say it? Um, como que, le afecta. It affects. Like affects. Yeah. 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 It affects everybody that's close to that person. Okay. Um, so patience and regardless of everything that goes on enjoy what you can yeah you know just enjoy it and don't dwell on the bad stuff just kind of keep moving moving forward look at the positive all the time because it'll it'll go a long way absolutely being in the military yeah that's good and my final question to you are like what are some things you wish you knew coming into a military marriage yeah um, um that you would like to share with others i guess their work hours and how much time away they go mm-hmm. on so training you, like you underestimated the time yes i thought it was like a nine to five kind of thing you yeah. know like because again mm-hmm. i lived in the civilian world mm-hmm. like i never knew anything so uh their work hours can be from seven to seven nine to five Ninety-two, like it's mm-hmm. like all over the place and then sometimes they'll have duty which is 24 hours uh, on a week day weekend wow. day mm. um so and then you have your deployments and then you top of that they have training whether it is in the field you don't see them for two weeks or you don't see them for a whole month because they have to go to new york to do a training because of their job or because they're deploying and they have three three trainings right mm-hmm. before the deploy so you don't see them for those three months or two months and then on top of that you don't see them for how many months they're deployed oh my goodness okay <laughs> yeah. yes so. so i guess like for anyone listening out there who's either you know thinking about i don't know dating someone in the military i don't know whatever the the situation is or just yeah. so that you can just have an open mind to you know just be strong and yes. know that time away is probably the top thing that you have to deal with. Yes, definitely. You know? So, you know, I would say... Communicate get, a lot if you're distance. Yeah. A lot of communicating if you can do every single day. That's the best thing. Um, stay strong. And, you know, I pray a lot. Mm-hmm. My faith is something that really helps me keep going every single day support whether it's from your family friends frg group um other military wives or husbands any support will be 
the best thing for you for those tough times mm-hmm. in the military. For and sure. to add on to what you're saying, like, if you're out there, like, don't isolate yourself. Don't suffer mm-hmm. in silence. You mm-hmm. know, find the community that you, yes. that you mentioned. Yeah. Find your family. If, if maybe there's a situation that you don't have family, find someone who you can talk to so that yes. you don't have to go through go that alone. separation mm-hmm. yeah. alone. So that's, and keep God first. Yes, above all. Mm-hmm. Valeria, thank Yay, you. You're <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for joining me at the table. Now, tell me a little bit about your business, your small business. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, small business. So I'm in the process of getting my um, license to own my business. Um, I do photography. Um I've been doing it like on and off for about five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so yeah, so what I do is I do weddings and lifestyle. So portraits, um, uh, family sessions, maternity, lifestyle, newborn, um, let's see what else, engagement shoots, couples, everything and everything mm-hmm. I basically do. I'm a little bit here and there. Um, and right now you're based in the Central Florida area. Yes. So you're willing to. I'm willing to travel. Okay. Yes. If nice. you want me and your wedding <laughs> is in Alabama, I will be there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will travel for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, there you have it, girl. Thank yes. you so much. No problem. Thank, Thank you. So you. Much. Make sure to follow Valeria on Instagram at it's me underscore Valeria to get in on the scoop of her life and her adorable baby boy, Daniel. You know, if you have any questions that you personally want to ask um, Valeria, you can always DM, DM her mm-hmm. um, at, on Instagram at it's me underscore Valeria. Um, and with any specific questions on military families or military spouses, or you want to join a group and make your yeah. own support group with her, you can do that as well. Um, also, if you are in need of a photographer to take some amazing wedding and lifestyle pictures, Thank so you, you. can, um, if you want to check out her work, you can also go on Instagram at Valeria Rivera photography. So go on and show her some love. Thank so you. there you have it. Um, thank you all for tuning into Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast to know a little bit, a little bit more about me and Benevolence. Benevolence Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart, Radio, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, if there is a topic that you would like to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at benevolencepodcast at gmail.com with requests, petitions, or comments. I want to hear from you. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye.